Imagine if we learned to say no to the things we really don't want or need, and yes to the things we do. Your success will not come from keeping more things in motion, but from your discipline to release those things that no longer serve you. Hi everyone, this is Jim Riviello, and I want to welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this, how do business leaders like us, who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Have you ever wanted to say no? We all want to say no to something, right? The challenge is how. Saying no is a skill all leaders must develop. Many of us are pretty good at saying yes. In fact, we say yes so often, we leave very little room for things that really matter. We've become a culture of more, more, more. We set aggressive goals, we push our team to do more, and we stretch ourselves to get more done. We keep adding things to our to-do like it's almost like a badge of honor. In our own minds, the challenge becomes how to sort all our overflowing to-do lists. What if I told you that wasn't the real challenge? What if the real challenge was how to create a stop doing list? <laughs> like literally, just imagine how good it would feel to give yourself permission to say no to something, to say no to those things that no longer serve you well, or so you can actually, in fact, create space for something better to emerge. I want to help you create a stop doing list. Before I do, I want to invite you to join my Move the Needle Challenge, where I share a simple framework to unlock the logjam that typically stands in the way of making progress. In fact, creating a stop doing list, the thing we're going to talk about today is one element of that framework that I want to share with you, right? That I share within my Move the Needle Challenge that helps people make progress on something important. See, the only way to move the needle forward on anything is to create room for it. That's where having a stop doing list comes in. I go much deeper into this in the challenge, but I, I want to touch upon it here. So, if, But if you want help on moving the needle on something that's really important to you and your life and your business, follow the link in the description to learn more. Right now, I want to talk about learning to say no, right? Wouldn't that be cool? Right? Think about that for a second. Wouldn't that be really cool? All the leaders I work with pride themselves in their ability to get a lot accomplished. That's why I hang out with them, right? In fact, many of them are so strong-minded, such strong-minded individuals because they have this ability to fight through adversity and achieve massive success, right? The challenge is their tenacity, while a strength, leaves many of them exhausted, sometimes even frustrated. In the process of achieving something, many of them feel like it came at a cost, not the kind of cost they're willing to pay, right? That's what high achievers do, right? But no, the cost that I'm talking about is much deeper. It's the cost that somewhere in the process of accomplishing something, they let someone else down. Many times, it's their loved ones. See, many leaders run faster and hope that once the current project, client challenge, business trip, or other fill-in-the-blank task is over, then things are going to settle down. Except they never do. I can say this because that person used to be me. 
I'm as driven as anyone out there. I love setting goals. If you guys have followed me, you know I'm a big, I love setting goals. And I'm a very disciplined person in my approach and how I obtain them. I pride myself in my ability to get a lot done. My greatest strength is that I'm a helper. My greatest weakness, weakness is that I'm also a helper, right? In my quest to help other people, I often end up overloading my plate of things to do. And I used to hate saying no to anything. I would feel like I was letting someone down if I said no. And then I, then I, later I realized that the only person I was letting down by not saying no was me. See, I had this false belief that I needed to always be on, right? Uh, and if I wasn't always on, I wasn't doing my job or I wasn't providing good service to my clients. And without realizing it, I was becoming a crazed man mad, right? Every time the phone rang, right, I was compelled to answer it. Every time an email came in, I was tempted to look at it. What if it was like really something important? And I hated this feeling. I finally reached a point where something had to give. The student in me took over and I started to experiment. I made a conscious decision to turn off all email notifications on my phone, right? Not simple, but I did. I also disabled all text alerts while I was driving. Both these things sound trivial, but trust me, that was hard. The first thing I noticed was that, hey, I became a much better driver, right? I also discovered that the volume of email wasn't the main issue. It was how I processed and organized the quantity of data that was the real problem. See, this is something I have complete control over. The same is true for all of us in our daily lives. If we're not careful, the fear of letting go of things that clutter our mind can quickly be quickly begin to manage us, even control us. This led to a couple other changes. I stopped checking email all day long, right? Instead, I adopted a new rule of checking email five times a day, once in the morning, right before and after lunch, late afternoon, and right before I went to bed. I can't begin to tell you how these simple changes helped me create additional space. It also helped raise my awareness to the many distractions and limiting beliefs that led me to become and stay overwhelmed. Instead of checking email when I first woke up, I used that time to journal and work out. Here's the challenge. We're all pretty good at creating goals of new things we want to do. But seriously, how often do we stop and identify those activities and or distractions, professionally and personally, that prevent you from operating at your best and then stop doing them? I bet not often. So here's my question for you. What can you stop doing that will have minimal to no consequence in order to create space for things that matter? And notice the monkey mind talk track about like all the things that jump on your head, right? Just, just put that aside for a second. Just start by making a list of everything you do in a week, both personally and professionally. Just assess all the activities against your values and your goals. And I suggest doing this, this exercise every quarter. Let me give you an example. I did this last year, in, I think roughly around mid, mid-September for Q4, right? When I made a list of my weekly activities, I realized that I spent a lot of time on social media. So for two months, I made a commitment, right, to stop doing that and to redirect that time to writing my third book, which, by the way, is going to be out shortly. By, the, by that time, in mid-September, my book project was stalled. But by me creating a stop doing list, I was able to finish my book by Thanksgiving. And it's now into the publisher's hands and we're doing some, fi- some final edits. See, sometimes we get stuck thinking we're the only ones who can do something. I used to have this habit as well. When I made a list of everything I was doing, I also discovered I was spending a lot of my time editing videos just like this one. So I added that to my stop doing list. And I found and I outsourced 
found someone and outsourced that activity, which freed up more time for me to create content, which is what I love doing. I just want to create content. I want someone else to edit it, right? Imagine if we all learned to say no to the things we don't really want or need and yes to the things we do. Your success will not come from keeping more things in motion, but from your discipline to release the things that no longer serve you. Creating a list of goals is good. Creating a a stop doing list is even better. A stop doing list will enable you to achieve your goals. Give yourself permission to say no to something and observe just how good that feels and how much more you actually accomplish. If you want to learn more techniques like this one, right, or you want to dive deeper into this, right, I invite, invite you to register for my next Move the Needle Challenge, and I'll help you unlock the logjam on other challenges so you can, in fact, move the needle forward. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you've done, and it doesn't matter what you failed to do. Today, like every day, is a new beginning. You have an opportunity right here, right now, to make a renewed commitment to say no. Just make a renewed commitment to say no to things that no longer serve you so you can create space to move the needle forward on something that does. If you want to make meaningful progress on something important, I invite you to join the Move the Needle Challenge. To learn more, follow the link in the description or visit movetheneedlechallenge.com. Again, movetheneedlechallenge.com. In the meantime, do me a favor and share this podcast with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.